Top, top, top. Top, top. It's your boy, Chad Visionary. It's your boy, E-Money Boss, and you're now tuned in to the Top Hill Podcast. So sit back, relax, and enjoy. He said, respect the pin. Yeah, and she screams, she Studios. I'm your boy E Money Boss. I'm Chad Visionaire. And I'm your girl Jamila with her own boss. Yes, yes. And we got a very special episode today for you guys. And you already know it's episode 50. It's a it's a good number, you know what I mean? It's a special number. And we had to, you know, we had to do some we had to bring the family back. You know what I mean? It ain't, it ain't right unless you bring the family in here, you know what I mean? It's the holiday season coming in, you know what I mean? So uh-huh. yeah. So without further ado. We got two gentlemen representing a brand new podcast that just came out called Fire Ain't Free. Two amazing engineers from Quality Touch Studios. They go by the name of Slim the Engineer and Antonio Wayside. Let's go! Hey! Let's go, let's go. Come on, guys. Hey, 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 man, they can show up late to weddings, they can show up to funerals, it is what it like is. Like that shirt, man. Hey, man, hey, yeah, no, I had to. Yeah, it's dope. I had to. All right. Oh, okay. We locked in. We locked sir, in. Yes, sir, yes, sir. Yo, thank you guys so much for, you know, coming to Thank you for having us here, man. Stop it, stop it, man. This is the elite podcast. I wish to be you guys. Stop it, stop it. Y'all up next, y'all already know. No, man, I, I took a look at some of you guys' podcasts already, and the chemistry that you guys have already is, is perfect. You know what I mean? Nice. Like it, Thank it, you. It's like it definitely definitely belongs together. You know what I mean? Three people who have a great music ear, great music taste in one building talking about that shit, and I, I love it. You know yeah. I mean? So, first of all, introduce you guys to the Top Hill family, because I know some of our fans already know who you guys are, but, you know. Right. Go ahead, let everybody um, know. You want to go first? Come on, man. Uh, I mean, all right, cool, 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 cool. So I am Slim Chance, a.k.a. Slim the Engineer. 
I am an engineer, uh, audio engineer, recording engineer, mixing engineer here at Quality Touch Studios. I also freelance a little bit. And I am the host slash co-creator of Fire Ain't Free. And Fire that's my thing. Bench. What to do, everybody? I'm Antonio Wayside. I am an audio engineer. And action! <laughs> I'm an audio engineer. I am a music producer. I am an artist. And I am the host of the show, Quality Check Live. So hey. check it if you want to get your records yes, reviewed hey. by my team and a chance to win a $1,000 prize on season three. Holla at me. Hey. You know, I got your, you know. Hey. Are you tired of your record sounding like shit? <laughs> <laughs> Hit him with it. Yeah, hard. Yeah. Hey, you know, Easter egg right there. Like, I heard that before. <laughs> <laughs> we got a question, y'all. Uh-oh. What's up? What's up? Why is Top Hill Pie so fire? Hey, you know, shit. I don't know, man. It's got to be... It's all because of y'all, for real. Because we real. authentic. That's why. No, nah, it's because of our fans, man. It's because of the people who actually really fuck with us. Like, y'all been fucking with us for a long time. Y'all seen the growth. Y'all seen the consistency. We're going to keep giving you guys fire content. We're going to keep bringing dope black-owned businesses, people that... Um, are inspiring people, people who are inspiring our culture, our area. Yeah, that's that's what we're doing. You know what I mean? Facts. So, big, big appreciate facts. you guys. Yeah. Big facts. And we only talk about the top shit, period. That's it. That's it. So, that's why Fire Ain't Free ain't here right now. So, Fire Ain't Free. First of all, who came up with the name? Um, So, I started Fire Ain't Free shit long ago. <laughs> okay. um, probably closer to when I first started engineering. And the whole thing came about um, when you start hanging out with engineers and shit, we all start complaining about the stupid <laughs> bullshit of right. what it means to be an audio engineer, what it means to be a recording engineer, what it means to be a mixing engineer, and, and so forth and so forth. So it basically came down to, man, fire ain't free, dog. Like, you want this, you want that. Look, man, you're going to pay me what my worth is. And we get a lot of artists that... Unfortunately, due to their financial situations, couldn't necessarily afford our prices and stuff. And, I mean, that's all cool, and I'm all about building artists and whatnot, but it comes a certain point where you can't keep looking out like, my prices are my prices, right. and they are what they are, just like any other business. Right. You don't go to Walmart asking for a discount off of something that's already being discounted. So it's just like, yo, fire's not free. And that was my answer to a lot of people that was like, oh, why should I pay this? Yeah. Fire's not free, man. Yeah, so, so you make a really good point. I mean, it's not like, you know, you guys are working in one of the top studios in Maryland. You yeah. know what I mean? I mean, you just got this plaques just randomly just sitting on walls. Yeah, and, and more coming. And more coming at that. Right, and more on the way. You know, you get invitations to the Grammys and shit. It's just like, yeah. you know what I mean? It's just not Millions your... of views on YouTube. Yeah, like, you know what I mean? We, we, we could really go out there with it, with, with what you guys are doing, but... Even silently, you guys are fucking killing it. Yeah, you know there's I mean? a lot of records that, honestly, I could name a handful of engineers that have actually heard, and they're mm -hmm. from major artists. And we've gotten those placements, and for whatever reason, whether it's the label, the artist, whatever, because there's a lot of behind-the-scenes shit that happens. Right. It doesn't come out, but when we go to our conferences, when we go to our performances and we meet who we meet or we link up with who we link up with. Mm -hmm. It's like, oh, shit, what have you been doing this year? Yeah. Oh, I've been, you know, yeah, yeah. And then we're like, oh, well, <laughs> bruh. <laughs> right. We've been plotting over here the entire time and we work with so-and-so artists and so-and-so artists and, you know, it's really become a bigger thing than I ever thought it was ever going to be, to be honest with you. Right. You don't like the name drop? Um... <laughs> 
Okay, sure. Um, Cause I just really want to I'll name one. I love saying like I know a couple of people. I don't want to say anything either. No, first of all, I ha- I'm the type of person that I understand when I'm blessed with opportunities. Right. And so those opportunities, when they come, like, first of all, I know what an NDA is. So I'm not gonna go crazy. However, uh, one that I know that got passed up on the opportunity, and we're far past the NDA. Um, we worked on a little pump record one of the first years that I was working with Will, and we got that shit done. And we got it done before, he recorded the record on his birthday, supposedly. Mm-hmm. And we did a phenomenal job, the shit ended up great. And we weren't even here yet, we were actually at the old location. Gotcha. And um, man, it was a fire record, we sent it back, everybody was like, yo, this fire, it's great. And just label-wise, it wasn't what was getting pushed out. This was pretty much right after uh, Lil Pump did his joint with Kanye. Oh, yeah, okay. shit. And that was going to be probably the next joint that dropped. But oh, for man. whatever reason, and I can't fault nobody in this situation because everybody did their job, it just didn't get dropped. But that's, that's I'll give you one. Uh, I'll give you one. Only say that to say because we're talking top shit, y'all top people. I feel you, I feel you. You know, we're still a new podcast too, so right. we don't want them to just think that we just bringing any and everybody on here. Like, y'all, yes. y'all top shit. No, it's a Took lot of people home. that, uh, we're, we're, we're still under NDA for, of course, so I of can't course, really. <laughs> you no, know, of course, but you know, let them know that you Shout know. out some more names to throw out. Yeah, he, <laughs> he can throw out more names. <laughs> But I'm not gonna do it because I right, got so let's shout out, let's shout out um my favorite DMV artist that signed directly to Atlantic Records. We got Zan Man. Hey, yeah. Um, yeah. Zan Man. Through Zan Man, I had an opportunity to work with Ty Dollar Signs. Um, on the independent level, let's talk about Anaya. Mm. Um, her record Super is going dope. crazy. She has a phenomenal um, manager named Mag um, Barry. Mm-hmm. Um, shout out to my brother Franco. Shout out to another indep- uh, another independent artist going crazy named Alley Cat. He's like a brother to me. Um, yeah, bro. I'm just going to shout out those names for right now. Yeah. But yes, man. Um, right. To be able to work with labels, yeah. that's definitely a major step in my career, you know, right. to get those credits. Right. And Antonio, shout you know, out Cookie Kawhi. Yeah. There mm-hmm. you go. Check my mix, please. <laughs> I sent you a bunch. <laughs> I was so excited. I'm sorry. No, yeah. I'm here for it. Antonio, I have to I have to come to you next, man. So, so first of all, man, you, you're an artist, you're a producer, you're mm-hmm. an engineer, you have your own show, and mm-hmm. and now you're doing another podcast, man. What do you sleep? <laughs> pretty no. good. Yeah. I sleep pretty good. I sleep pretty good. Uh-huh. Honestly, um, I've been slumping. Oh, no. I've been right. <laughs> right. Nah, believe it or not, I've been slowing down. Mm-hmm. I've been calculating my moves, and I've been strategizing for what I'm gonna do in 2021. And I got some really big stuff going on. Oh um, man, we got some. So what I want to do next in 2021 is we um. Quality Check Live has been a major success for me. It's been a lucrative play for me. We've made thousands of dollars with the podcast straight off of IG Live. Um, shout out to the Quality Check Live team. Shout out to E Money. Shout out to Chad Visionaire. Shout out to Slim the Engineer. Myself, William Bowser, my best friend Carmen. Shout out to all the guests that have appeared. Shout out to the audience. Shout out to all the artists that mm-hmm. have uh, submitted the records. Shout out to all of our goats Sean Perrier, Widow Winslow. Real Mo Music, Nubian G, shout out to our GOATs. But what I realized is that we can critique this music, we can say how we feel about it, but I actually want to present what you need to actually get to that step. Because it's easy to say what you need, 
but what path, what plays should we take? So what I want to do is I want to open up a uh, uh, sort of like a master class, if you will. I want to drop free tutorials on YouTube, all of my platforms, on engineering tutorials, on produ production tutorials, on rapping tutorials, everything from etiquette to preparation to equipment to techniques to taste to color to where to get sonically to really make your records exactly where you want it to be because of course we drop gems on the show mm -hmm. but it's different when i'm in front of an actual screen ela uh, um explaining the gems that i'm actually trying to get people to comprehend right. so um that that that's one of my next plays um shout out to my brother he's really been a big help in um, preparing to uh um, shoot all this good stuff so be on the lookout for that um yeah, that, that's my that's my next big play, honestly. Right. That's a good idea, man. Yeah. Slim. Yo. Talk to me, Yo. Fire ain't free. First mm. of all, dope name, dope concept. Love where you guys got it from. Appreciate it, man. But secondly, tell the people what can they expect when they turn in when they tune into a fire ain't free episode. What, okay. what can they what do they get out of it? What what happens to So I think the only <laughs> way to really explain this is to kinda really get into how it all started, if okay. you don't mind. Yeah, let's go. Um so this all started really <laughs> before it was ever fire ain't free, it started as a concept between me and the CEO of Quiet Side Studios, which helps all of this fucking happen, Will right. Bowser. Shout out Will. So, um, when I left the old studio that I was working at, me and Will, man, we started working really, really heavy and we would get into these random ass conversations because I'm a functional alcoholic. Mm -hmm. And Don't say that. heavy on the yeah, functional, little on the alcoholic. Okay. Right. <laughs> um, so what would happen is we would be working on a record, whether it was him or me, and we would just get into these random conversations in the middle of the record. Mm -hmm. Like, and it would take over us mixing. And a lot of times, there are a couple mixes, and you know, fuck it, fault me. Um, <laughs> we would get into these conversations, and like, we would stop fucking mixing because there's just like complaints that every engineer makes, and we get into these mm -hmm. forums and we meet up with people and we know famous people. And we all have the same general fucking complaints, right. no matter what. Whether you're an A-list artist, a B-list artist, a C-list artist, whatever, we all have the same general fucking complaints. Mm -hmm. And we would just get on live randomly. I'd be high as shit. <laughs> <laughs> just came back from Nixa Clinton with a fucking sandwich in my hand. Oh, the feeling seems like it's fire, 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 fire. Oh my I god. I want a stone, so y'all already know. Will, shout out to Will, because he actually turned me on to their Philly cheesesteak, bro. bro I had no have, idea. They actually used to have one in Clinton. They, that shit went down, and it's now it's Yeah, only so now it's only a Waldorf. But yeah. we would, like, he'd send me on a drive. I'd go out to Nixon Clinton. We'd get our food. We'd yeah. come back, and we would just start rapping on live. We'd get on Facebook Live, random as shit. Didn't matter if there was one viewer or 15, 20, 50. Didn't fucking matter to us. we just get on there, and we would just talk whatever the fuck was on our heads right. at that point in time. And that's what started. And we would do it, like, maybe once a week, twice a week. And it was just a very much, like, two just random engineers to the average public. But, like, we were still doing shit. That year, actually, between me and Will... We had 20 records on the radio. Wow. So we were like working our asses off, but we were still complaining and bitching and grinding because yeah. like, we were grinding. What's one of the biggest complaints that you guys rap about? Oh, <laughs> artists, that are, <laughs> artists that are uneducated. That's probably the biggest thing. Because if you want to be about anything that you want to be about, you're going to learn about it. You're going to educate yourself about it. You're gonna, you want to know everything that you need to know about it. Right. If I want to be an artist, like not a singer, but like a painter. 
Yeah. I want to know everything that it takes to be a painter. You, you know submerge what I mean? yourself into Yeah, and yeah. a lot of times we found that a lot of artists treated it like it was a hobby, even though they said they wanted to be professional. Gotcha. And those are two different levels. Absolutely. So we would start bitching about that on live and, 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 and just talking and... Do you think that their problem is that they don't, they're not even necessarily artists, they just want what comes with the artist lifestyle? Yeah. Hmm. I can see that in their budgets. A little bit. A you little bit. Budget? I yeah. can see that in their budgets and their, their, the way they go about things. Like, a lot of things that we talk about on the podcast is what are the steps that it takes to get to the next tier of artistry that you want to be on. And we notice, like, okay, you down to pay for a session, but you're not down to get a mix. Yeah. You're not down to master. You're not down to buy. That, that's beat. definitely. You're a not big down topic. to get your exclusive rights to your beat. So it's like, all right, uh, the money game will fuck somebody up every fucking time because it's like, okay, how much is your recording prices? Well, it's fifty five an hour. Okay, fifty five doesn't sound crazy to a person because niggas used to buy three fives for sixty. So it's not that it's right. not that hard. <laughs> But then when you start talking about five fifty for a mix, niggas start thinking, oh shit, I gotta pay rent, nigga. That's right. in like a week and a half, right. and and then the whole mentality goes different. And it's just like, wait a minute, like this is what you say you want to do for your life. Right. Your but living. how does a new artist get started? Because that does sound steep, but at the same time, it seems feasible at the same. A time. lot of hard work, honestly. I mean, first and foremost, I would say before you even start talking money, you have to get your team together, and you gotta get a team that's worth going for it when the money's not there and okay. that's probably the biggest thing i'll say because you can have a team and if you got the, the financial backing i know a bunch of fucking yes men that'll give you that yes any fucking time but a team that will back you up when you don't have the bread is a team that will follow you all the way through if they're consistent that's when you see who's about it and who's not how hungry are you because if you're not about it and the money's not really that much there you're only getting so so and so so whenever you get it well that's a nigga that i'll keep on because guess what when i get the money he's still going to stay true to what he is and who he is right. versus somebody that all right i'm only popping up when the money's there all right well i'll hit you when the money's there because <laughs> right. you're only good for when the money is there right um but as far as the fire and free podcast man this is just uh it started out as a release, just a, a, a release of energy when we're built up and pent up from working on anywhere. And I'm talking about tops to now three people. If we're working on 20 records in a week, at some point we need a release, man. Like, you got to think we're listening to music nonstop. Right. We're taking our breaks in between, but at the same time, man, that's a lot to hold on to your shoulders, especially when you got different kinds of artists from different kinds of areas and dealing with different situations, whether it's financial, managerial, label-wise, like, different shit can fucking happen, man. Like, we got one artist that he's signed, but his label is hitting us up with some random shit, and then I got an artist that can't afford what we need to. We're trying to look out and try to help build the artist. We got another artist that's about everything. It, and it gets to be a lot and so Fire Ain't Free originally started as just like really a release and it became something that I said you know what along with Antonio's podcast where we teach people about what's going on we really want to kind of go in depth as like what plugins should be used how do you know that your engineer is a shit engineer or a great engineer because mm -hmm. there's niggas like Wayside that can sell the game but there's niggas that aren't like Wayside that 
yeah, they can sell the game, but they can't provide the work to also sell that game. You know what I mean? That's and Antonio make that shit sound good. He makes you. <laughs> I swear. I give like, it to I him, start, bro. I'm gonna pick Antonio if I start rapping. <laughs> sells the Disney dream when it comes to records, bro. I don't do that yeah. shit. I'm a very ruthless ass nigga. I'm oh, I know. Like, you yeah, can find a cow check You gotta go back in there, bitch. That makes it like Wayside's over here, like man. If this is what you want, no. Look, and I'm just like, no. And you're like, this is not what he wants. Look at him with a squint. Look at him real serious. Yeah. <laughs> but over here, I'm like, man, these niggas. Uh -uh. I don't even have to hit the talk back. They can hear me. And they're right. like, yeah, he said that wasn't shit. I got to redo that. Yeah, let me redo that. Right. Yeah. Nah. But it um it definitely started as just a release and then it transformed into something that I want everyone to be able to learn. Because what happens in our game is that a lot of times people take uh and I'll I'll put heavy quotation marks on this, the empire version of shit. Mm -hmm. They just think that like <laughs> shit I can make a hit done. record and like it's just gonna go. It, <laughs> like as soon as you record it, oh yeah, that's done. Yeah, and it's it's no never marketing, like that. no promotion after the fact. Just it's it's true. never ever ever like that, and right. I felt like it was a necessary podcast, and I felt like it was something that we needed to do because I don't know any other engineer that's just going to sit on podcast and answer whatever fucking questions. Yeah. And we take the time out to not only once a week shoot those questions out and just be like, hey, what do you guys want to know about the music industry? What do you guys want to know about recording? It doesn't matter what level of the music culture you want to know something about. You got three engineers that are willing to take their time and sit down and just talk about and answer everything and give you not just a professional opinion of everything, but what's really good. That's Like, even when it comes to the Grammys, like, all right, I've had several, several people hit me up on Twitter and I'm just like, all right, you don't know what the Grammys is. You don't know what the Grammys is. You don't know what the Grammys is. Man. Before everybody gets mad, oh let's God. look at what's real and what's really good. And that's, yeah. you know, I appreciate that. And that's why my co-hosts are my co-hosts. Antonio and Will, you're going to get three different versions and all the same side of things. Yeah. You're going to get the most intellectual version. You're going to get the most personal version. And then you're going to get the why, because fuck them, that's why version for me. And... <laughs> That is that is what that is. Man. It's, it's it's a it's a perfect combination. The, the cast is perfect. I'm not gonna lie, because I I definitely see what each of you guys bring to to the show. You know, what I mean, the different dynamics, and and you guys can feed you can guys can feed to so many different artists and so many different people in yeah. different ways. Right. And so somebody can look at Antonio and go, okay, yeah, I got that. You know, what I mean, it was what definitely I mean? just a let's hit every target that we fucking possibly could, and that's why I could never do it by myself. I can vent on a podcast by myself all the right. time. I promise you, niggas <laughs> hate me. Yeah. So I might get like maybe six or twelve views, but because right. of these guys, man, I, I I can't lie about the shit, man. Will allows us, will allows the audience to have a very very in depth and like to the eye knowledge of like what's going on. Right. While I will give some of that knowledge, I'm personally a. You better pay me. Not <laughs> a guy. And he's a very and Wayside's a very I'm going to develop and invest in this artist and when you see them next, they're gonna be completely different than the artists that you originally saw and I, I vibe with how you feel about it because that's how I feel about Fire Ain't Free. Like right. no, it's not free and not. trust me if I could get away with OnlyFans I would. But <laughs> that's a good but, question. Go, go, go ahead. Go ahead. For me, about you guys' podcast is 
the bag to me is an education. Like that's uh-huh. my sector. That's what I love about business. So the fact that you're able to offer that to artists who need that, because I feel like that's a lot of artists issue. They don't have the education. They don't even know where to get it from. So the fact that you're just going to put it out there right. is definitely a good avenue for the artist. I think a side note is that I have to really credit Antonio a lot because this would have continued. The three of us always get together and we still do the same thing that we do outside of Fire Ain't Free. Mm-hmm. However, his podcast allowed me to say, you know what? This is kind of necessary mm-hmm. because we had frequent artists that were showing up all the time and making the same artist mistakes, this making the, the same right here. I'm to tell you mixed this mistakes, right here. making the same. And it was differentiating them from what could have been a gold or goat. In that podcast, they just had the base. It's just one thing that and it was just a very right. much like we were giving them knowledge and gold, but for whatever reason they weren't capturing that. And right. Fire and Free is a little bit more slowed down, where we don't have like a, yo, you got your minute thirty, and everybody's got their thirty seconds. You got three engineers that are sitting down and saying, yo, like this is what you need for this and for that. Whether it's an artist budget, whether it's what it takes to have a great album, whether it take what whether it's what makes a great engineer. Whatever the subject is, we always try to touch on a subject that can not only help the independent artist, but also help the newly found artist that's right. really trying to like get there and become something. Yeah, we always start from step one. We'll just jump to step five, like, all right, well, if you're already here, just, you know, we always keep things simple and plain. A lot of our topics it's beginner level stuff, mm-hmm. you know, and then we get more in depth and more advanced with it, and you can figure out where you lie on that spectrum of what you want to do. But fire ain't free though; it's definitely gonna cost you. Right, it always does. So, where do you guys see this um, growing platform? Because right now, is it just on Instagram right now, or? Um, so right now, it's on Instagram Live, it's okay. on YouTube, and okay. it's on Apple and Spotify. Okay. Um, my goal, so next week we are going to YouTube Live. Okay, cool. Hopefully. We're, we're speaking things into existence. Okay. <laughs> so YouTube Live, definitely Facebook Live. Um, Instagram Live has treated me so great, and I cannot fault anybody for it. I just don't have enough cameras to hook everything up. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's what that really comes down to, so I just have to look production. at... Yeah, I just have to look at... Man, I got Matt Handy and I've got Austin Tolls that both handle a lot of the pre-production. I show up early, too, to ha- also help out with pre-production, but with what everything is going on, we're just trying to hit as many viewers as possible. Um, so, for us, we're thinking about YouTube Live because my biggest thing as the co-creator but founder of the podcast is that I found in the first week that I loved the responses that I was getting during the live. Honestly, it like made me want to do it a thousand times more. And so I was like, I really don't want to leave Instagram because niggas is really fucking with our Instagram. But I found that... Not just that, but there's a bag in YouTube, man. Yeah, it and is. YouTube is I can get a lot more responses out of YouTube, so yeah. we're we're moving over to the Austin Tolls Network within the next week to the next two weeks. Okay. Um, we'll still be posting on Instagram, but it'll just be the Instagram TV videos and whatnot. And then we'll go on Instagram Live for the special occasion type shits. Um, 
Now with YouTube Live, I'm sorry to cut you off, but YouTube Live, don't you have to have a certain amount of like subscribers? I found a workaround, but okay. I'm not going But uh, yeah, no, we found a workaround. We'll, okay. we'll chop about that shit because okay, yeah. Will actually hit me to that shit. Um, mm -hmm. But there is a workaround that shit, and we're just going to yada, 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 and we'll talk about that shit after yeah, live. Yeah, that's, yeah, we'll talk um, later. Because, you know, <laughs> y'all got to pay me. Yeah. So... <laughs> Cause I gotta pay Will because I'm giving out information. Right. Um, but outside of that, no, I honestly my hope and my goal, my end tier goal, bro. If I can get land on title, man. Oh yeah. I'll be Gucci. I'll be set. I'll Not be, if, but it's when. When yes, because we're speaking things into existence. Yeah, we're so, manifestors out here. So when mm -hmm. we land on title, at that point, I'll I'll be Gucci. Explain um, to people why title. Why is title the one for you? Title is the most exclusive motherfucking pot. I don't know if I can curse it's like that. that. Yeah, Shit. Motherfucking titty ass bitch fucking podcast. God damn. No. Um, you can't even, like, just sign up for title. Like, I, mm -hmm. I tried. I went through all my shits. Apple was a little bit of a bitch mm -hmm. to, like, get through. But once you get through, you get through. But yeah. title is out here, like, yo, I'm exclusive. I'm more exclusive than Clubhouse. Yeah, like, I, I didn't even know you can actually have a podcast on title. That's you not, can have a podcast on title. You just gotta be that guy. Yeah. You like, gotta be, you gotta, gotta be no Joe Elliot Button Plus. Yeah, you gotta, like, Joe <laughs> Elliott. Yeah, because I don't even... I don't know what Joe Button's contract or any of that shit is. Oh, yeah, it's nothing right now. He's independent as hell. Yeah, but <laughs> you definitely... Yeah, cash App. Sponsor us, too. Yeah. <laughs> Please, Cash App. And God no, damn it, can y'all find no. somebody that I can call when shit goes wrong, too? <laughs> Shit. They said they're not doing right, that. Get yeah. your real bank account. Right. Period. I do, but that's not Damn. the point. Niggas be sending me money. I just want to call somebody. I gave you what I could give you. Take it Take or it. leave it. Or go get a bank account. Or go to Venmo, my nigga. Like, yeah, Cash App's out here like that. Yeah, I fuck with but, that. Though. Yeah. Um, no, I Cash think that... Ratchet PayPal. It is a Ratchet PayPal. The penultimate for me will probably be title because it's the most exclusive. Yeah. I can get on anything. And I wanted to go Facebook Live this past yeah, Sunday. They more on your streams, too. I mean, when yeah. you monetize that shit, bro, they, they're and the title pays out the most, yeah. yeah like they're the saying. highest paying streaming, sir, streaming platform there is. Because it's for the artist and for the creator. Yeah. yeah. So. Shout out Jay-Z. <laughs> black owned. I'm all about black owned. Absolutely. It, you know? So you just said you <laughs> We're going to get there. We're definitely going to get there, man. Oh man. Okay, so we um we talk about fire ain't free. Um, do you guys have any more questions for for Slim and Antonio before we get the uh, top of the world, top of the world? No, no. I know, I know. Will had Grammy comments, and I was supposed to make them for him. But, okay. You know. Well, since we're here, <laughs> let's go ahead and talk about it. I mean, <laughs> fuck it. Before we get into the get down. Yeah. Um. Y'all want to talk about the Grammys? I mean, we talked about the Grammys, but y'all want to talk about the Grammys? We talked about the Grammys. I'm just giving what Will wanted to give. Why the fuck is a weekend not nominated for shit? I will answer you, and you might not like the answer. And the reality of the situation is that this is a peer-based situation. The Grammys is all about who's there and when they're there. Mm -hmm. And if you're a Grammy member, you're a Grammy member. So you have the qualifications. And if you check out Fire and Free episode three, mm -hmm. which is a special Grammy episode, you can look that shit up because I'm not going to get into it right now. Mm -hmm. But there are qualifications become not just a voting member, but a professional member. The whole gig is that the Grammys is built off of producers, engineers, artists, songwriters, 
These are the people that are voting on the Grammys. So the They're people, not your average, ordinary, you can't just be average Joe. So the people that have their own team, their own producers, their own writers that may not be friends with the people, people they still have a way in. Not only that, because the qualifications have to be in, I'm not, I'm seriously not going to get into it, but one of the main qualifications is that you have to have at least six commercial records, whether that is in an album or single-based. The weekend. So... After yes, I, obviously. <laughs> but you have to ask yourself, okay, now, who's in his team that is promoting him? Because the same way that we promote his man He's performing at the halftime show at the... That does not matter. Right? No, 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 no. <laughs> See, here's where I got to fight you on Will's behalf. Mm -hmm. It is not about what they've done. Or what they're doing. Or doing. It's about it their peers be. and how much they like them. It's all politics. It's a very politic. Right. It's it's like lobbying, but you're lobbying for the people that right. are lobbying with and, you. And I get it. You know what I mean? Because we had these conversations, and I understand that. And I, I think that the misconception is that, you know, we put the Grammys at obviously the highest tier. Right. right? When, when you're... When it's you're, been made that way by us. It's been made by the... By the by, people. By us. By the that, people. That's, that's how I got there. Right. And That's so the artist, I think too. It should, yeah, it because they be. wanted it. Yeah, they wanted it so like, bad. They, talk, they, they say it in their songs all yes, the time. Yes, very right. much, but I would say it's the same in the equivalent of the Oscars or yeah, the Tonys. It right. It's all very, like, who's a filmmaker? You're a filmmaker? Okay, you can be a voting member in this. Mm -hmm. If you are Quentin Tarantino or you are, uh, what's the guy that did um, fucking Avatar? Michael, not Michael Bay, but a Michael Bay or a... Um, Kevin Feige. <laughs> Kevin Feige or James Cameron. That's what I was thinking about. James Cameron. Oh, yeah, yeah. Those are the type of people that vote on that shit. Yeah. In our industry for the Grammys, you got niggas like me or Wayside or popular engineers like Chris Lord Algae and, and shit like that. So yes. let me ask you, how does somebody like The Weeknd drop the ball with his team where he doesn't have people on the inside? His team dropped the ball, not him. I fully will. The team don't want to suck dick. That's what, well, that's it's I, not just that. It's about, like, you got to understand. Well, I look at it. <laughs> I don't know if it's you. Roll that that in there. <laughs> just roll that carpet out there, boss. No, I would say that it's very much about, um, yes, you, your team should very much be aware. I don't think as an artist you should have to make your team aware. But I think as a part of a artist team, you should be aware. And that is a very uh, due diligence thing. So Did the artist not make it known that he wants a Grammy? Because I feel like that should, they, all that should I be said, well, added obviously the submitted team work. Here's the thing. A lot of these artists could be Grammy members. Mm -hmm. How many of these artists are actually Grammy members? Is the uh, fucking question. Because it doesn't take a lot. It's deeper than that, though, Brody. Honestly, you want to win a Grammy, this is, a little you, bit. this is what you do. You want to win a Grammy, bro, it's simple. Find out who the other voting members are. Yeah. Hey, my nigga, check this out. You're a voting member. You might not really know me on a personal level, but you're aware of my music. But just because I want your good favor so bad, here's your favorite bottle of champagne. Here's some roses. Goes back to the Why don't you come up to my listening party? Look, man, on fire and I told him he's like, yo, 100K, you can get a vote. I get it, but let me be a likable person. It does not matter about the quality of the You gotta be a likable person. That's the problem. You have to be a likable person among your peers, bro. Right, right. I But the thing is, is that you cannot change being on the principles list. And make it about being on perfect attendance. But this because I, I, those are two different bags. I, I, and I, that's, get it. And I, I get it. I guess what what I'm trying to say is 
do we need to reform the Grammys? Or is it just going to be this way forever? I, I want to inform everybody of something right now, and I'll say it because the Recording Academy will back me up. Mm-hmm. They don't give a fuck about what anybody yeah, thinks. Yeah, I, I get it. I get obviously they, they, they get they, it. They, they if you're gonna give Macklemore the rap album of the year over Good Kid, Mad City, obviously you don't give a fuck. We, mm-hmm. and when I say we, I'm speaking right now as a non-Grammy member. The people mm-hmm. have nothing to do with that. Right. What that has to come down to is, well, who fucked with Macklemore? Right. Because you have a certain amount of votes during the preliminary stages. And guess what? If I worked on Macklemore's album, do you really think that I'm going to give it to Kendrick? Right, I'm right, not right, because I want my fucking Grammy. I get, I get it, and, and that—that's basically. I, I appreciate what you guys are saying because it's very transparent and letting everybody know exactly what the Grammys is about. Is basically, you know, you have members that come in and vote for what they want to vote for, and they can really outcast whoever they don't. And want it's to a select out. member of. Uh, uh, of members as well. Mm-hmm. So every year they have a cap limit of how many people they're going to accept. Mm-hmm. For instance, this year I am submitting myself because I have enough records and I meet all the qualifications. This mm-hmm. thing is also submitting himself. Mm-hmm. Guess what? Even though Will is a Grammy member, mm-hmm. that's only one of the two that we need to get in the door. And even then, they still have to say, okay, cool. Because if for whatever reason our second nominee says, oh, yeah. Slim and Antonio, we good for it. If we didn't make it by that time, we're not in that year. And we get put in that random-ass, long-ass NBA line, mm-hmm. and now we got to wait. Right. And so who, who makes the cool call? Like, who makes the call? You literally need two people that are already Grammy voting members to say, yeah, you're good. And then after that gets qualified by the top-tier team, which I cannot give out those names. They say, okay, yeah, he's good. And then you're a Grammy voting member. Outside of that, all you can be is a Grammy, uh, I don't want to say performing member, but like active member. You're low tier. You know, you just got in there. It's Patreon. Not you know what I mean? You, you, you put your dollar in. A lot of these artists could be. Yes. Maybe. If so they're the, not being chosen. So the qualifications for artists are the same qualifications for anybody else that wants to be a Grammy voting member. You just have to do the due diligence. And when you're an artist, especially a major label artist, it's even easier for you to get in that fucking door. Okay. So that's why I have a huge problem with... But they just not trying hard enough. E-Money's going to get on me, and a couple other people have got on me about artist names. So I'm not going to shoot artist names, but certain artists that have been in the game for like 10, 12, 15 names. years that's plus... That's why I love Slim. Like, I, I, oh, well, you know what? All right, well, fuck it. You want Fire and Free? Fire and Free. Nicki Minaj, she pisses me off. Because guess what? Why are you complaining about the Grammys and you're not a Grammy member? Don't fight. Don't go to your clique, your Minaj Hive, or whatever the so fuck no you want to call it. Cash Money Universal is a part of the Grammy member? I don't see any of these artists as Grammy members. So let me ask to you my this. knowledge, it, it may have changed. What would make the artist or their team not want to be a Grammy member? Not wanting to be a part of You don't Grammy want somebody to oh, announce you as... Coming to the stage, Grammy Award winning art. Who doesn't want that shit? No, 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 I'm not talking about the award winners. I'm talking about the team of the I find it very members. Yeah, voting members. Why wouldn't I want that attached to it's very simple. people in place? All you have to do, to do is take It's the, not up to the label. You have to take the initiative to go through the process. And they just don't want to do that. Nobody on the Or their, their team is not doing the due diligence. I don't want to say they don't want to do it. 
Why wouldn't Nicki Minaj you don't think, team? You think the artist is educated on that? They I don't think artists, they don't know just like yo. You know what? You get to that level, bro. You have to be. You have Here's to. my okay, no okay, okay. Wait surprised. a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. We want to say that artists have to be educated. I can't say that one person in this room can't name at least three artists that have entered into a bad contract. <laughs> with Shout a lawyer, producers with a lawyer, right. with a lawyer. So don't tell me that the Grammys is a far fucking <laughs> fetch because it's not. Right. It it takes you to be this educated yeah. to read a fucking contract. Right. And guess what? Make the stallion still into a dumbass contract. So with that being said, if you enter into a dumbass contract, I see you bitching about the Grammys. Mm-hmm. I do. I, I just find it. I mean, I'm educated now, right, on on the fact that I understand what the Grammys is, what it's about. It's not based on who has the best music. Because if it was based on who has the best music, then... I'll, the charts would Obviously, Kendrick would have won that year. Come yeah, on. Ken- Kendrick should have won that year, but... And I'm not going to say Macklemore didn't have a fire through and throughout him. He did no, no, have he a did. fire But even him him himself but... said that I don't deserve this. I text Kendrick Lamar the next day saying that you deserve this award. Like, they already know what, what time it is, but... Moving on past past that, like even even with the weekend, even moving the weekend out of there, like how crazy it is that he's not nominated for anything this year. I think it is also crazy. We had a lot of industry fans, me and Wayside, that were like, "How did he not get?" Yeah, that, that's that's just obviously wrong. But then you got Summer Walker, who arguably had one of the best R and B albums, still not nominated for anything. Then you got Little Baby, you got Little Uzi, you got The Baby. These people who just completely. Demolish records this year, mm-hmm. and just the underappreciation. They'll let them perform. Please come perform. Please come to the red carpet because we want your views. We want pe- We want your people to come in and watch. We want what you can do for us. But we're not giving you shit. I don't think it's an underappreciation. Well, I, mean, I think it's uh, they didn't make the the cut. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you were second place in a situation in which there were five other people that hit first place, are you really underappreciated or do you just barely make the fucking cut? And I think that's what the case is with, like, The weekend. I think that people did vote for The weekend. Mm-hmm. I don't know personally. I can't speak to it personally, but I think that people did vote for The weekend. Mm-hmm. I just think that for whatever reason, The weekend just ended up being number six because they take mm-hmm. from number 15 to number five you know, I, I, like that I can't believe it i just can't i can't well believe. okay at the same time you got to think about the music industry like the engineers that people touch like the the engineers that are allowed to Flip. touch people's music Flip. I, I, is I, like okay that gap is right here, bro. I'm, I'm even leaving the weekend out of this right now. Thank you, because you sicing him just a little bit too much. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, not I'm, 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 I'm gonna give him. I'm gonna give him somebody else. I'm gonna give him somebody else. Little baby, little baby. I think she deserved something. But D Smoke gets nominated. Yeah, that's wild. Too, Come on, bro. That's but wild. I think you guys have to think about. Who's working on these things? Who's involved in these things? How and who is a Grammy member? It makes a lot of sense. You have to, it's the yeah. team because he was already musically inclined educationally just from watching him on the show. So like he knew he shit. Was. He, he knew was. shit. The whole family is watching. The whole your team like has to yeah. push for you. And not only does your team have to push he for you. He has a very you, professional family. But then team. you also That's have right. to think about, okay, if Wayside here is a major label artist and he gets his whole team to push for him to be a consideration. He's another D-Smoke. Because Look he's, he's got to get through the consideration process. Mm-hmm. After you get through the consideration process, now you're in a nomination process, which now limits all the artists down to 15 for each category. There's 41, 42, 
plus categories. A lot of categories that a nigga can just insert himself into. Right. After that, now we're narrowing down to the five. Major categories. The f no, well, five artists for each major category. Well, they, they changed yeah, the like four exactly. major categories. You got rap. That's no, it's still, it, it's still 42 categories. Yeah, but I'm saying there's four major categories. You got best artist of the year. You got song of the year. Record of the year. Record of the year. Album of the year. Album of the year. And new artist of the year. And new artist of the year, right. But the example that you made about Antonio was a good example for me. Like, look at the team behind Antonio. If Antonio exactly. really wanted to push his artistry, look who y'all had. Now the only and difference for his Southern Maryland. The only difference for his situation is that his team are also the people that are working on this album. But however, you also have to think about the fact that the major engineers in the game, the major producers in the game, they're all working on all different projects at the same time. So at that point, it comes to. Personal like and dislike. Right. I'd be damned if I pissed off my producer a week before the nomin the voting stopped. Because there's a cap. So certain albums, even though it comes out in the same year, it doesn't meet that qualification time limit. Mm -hmm. So don't piss me off a week before that time limit, dog. Because at that point, am I voting for you for real? I just lost so much respect. Please don't be a bitch. Don't 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 like, be a fuckboy. Like because Chad, I'm not voting for you. Yeah, like Chad, I, I, me and Chad had these conversations all the time. Chad just like, man, fuck the Grammys. <laughs> you can't say fuck the Grammys because the Grammys have already said fuck y'all. Yeah. Because it's it's really about who's in. And they have this. This is not America's Best Talent. This is <laughs> not. Any of those award shows or any of this is not VH1, this is none of that shit. This is a very FUBU esque for us by us type shit. And if you're not by us That's and not, not for They're us. Back too, by the way. Go ahead. Yeah, no, but <laughs> real shit. If it's not for us by us that's where the voting takes place. That's how all the whole shit bang goes. Right. And so I have to say, I don't think that the weekend pissed nobody off. I think the weekend just didn't get enough votes in his yeah, case. Because he just not. I think bad. he came up a little short, and that's <laughs> what sorry. happened. He just not. I really that do. New wow. face really fucked it up for him. And it, and, and it fucks right. everybody up, and we're all like, "Oh, that's a bomb ass album." And I'm not gonna say that it wasn't a bomb ass album. It was a bomb ass album. I actually took the time to listen to it, and I'm not a weekend fan. Right. But where did his votes go? Honestly, somewhere else. Yeah, I, I get it. So we gotta move on, y'all. We, yeah, yeah, yeah. we can talk about this Grammy stuff all day long. All night long. Yeah, but, but I appreciate you guys. Anything bringing political it. gets deep, don't it? It do. It do. We just deep diving in that joke. But we gotta talk about this new music that came out. And I know Chad's like, y'all niggas keep putting my man. Y'all know. Y'all know what we can. Is it my man? Y'all know who came out this week, and we gotta talk about it. Yeah, He's the my third, man. The third man on the moon. We gotta do this, money. Like on <laughs> his third moon trip. I feel you, Chad. Look, yeah. I feel you, dog. Right, right you, here, you right here with me. Y'all went right to the moon with him. Yeah. No, yeah. oh, after. <laughs> can't get you off me. I can't even get my words together. Hey, <laughs> Kid Cuddy, man on the moon. My man, the chosen. Hey, y'all. My man. How do you feel about it? How do I feel about it? I felt honestly, the after the the first listen, I wasn't impressed. I was mm -hmm. un, I was under um, underwhelmed underwhelmed by Damn. by the first listen. But I understand with Cuddy's music is you have to be in a certain place to hear some mm -hmm. sometimes this music. So I listened to it again, um, like at nighttime, mm -hmm. perfect vibes. 
Yeah. It's like, okay. When the moon shining. Yeah. shining like this. <laughs> Damn. This nigga on a full moon. Right. <laughs> and then I gave, because it's Cuddy, I gave it a third listen. I don't really do this with most artists. I gave yeah. it a third listen. On the drive here, mm. in the car, album is completely different than what I heard the first time. It's crazy how I can hear mm. an album one time. And then another time, it's completely different to me. Some albums will do that for you, though. Yeah, like I don't. I mean, I remember when when Drake came out with Views. A lot of people hated Views for a minute, and then it took time for the age. Yeah, a lot of people didn't like the album um, coming out out the gate. Some some things age really well. Like nothing was the same was another one to me. Like I yeah, that aged very well. That aged very well. And to me, Take Care isn't aging as well as I thought it would. Thought it would. I think that nothing was the same is better than now. Mm-hmm. But anyway, going back to this, I really actually enjoyed this project. Um, the takeaway tracks I will put is Tequila Shots. Mm-hmm. Show, That's a lot of people's favorites. Um, <clears throat> Mr. Solo Dolo 3, Show Out, She Knows This. And another record that I don't really hear people talk about the most is uh, The Void. I actually really like The Void. The Void is actually really But really my nigga, That's that actually my favorite smoke? one. The collab? Yo. My nigga, that pop smoke collab, <laughs> got nigga. Over nigga, stop playing. Hey, Grippy Squad, stop playing. I like Skeptor more. He a real nigga, yo. Nah. That pop smoke collab yeah, was crazy. Can I, I speak yeah. on this album for a minute? So check this out, right? I'm, <laughs> I'm not really a kid cutter. No, you like, didn't. Hey, I, 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 I just gotta speak on this shit real quick. Yeah. I am not. I'm step away for a second. Yeah, I, I am not a kid cutty fan. At all, not really. Don't ever like be like. Hmm, I'm in the mood to listen to Kid Cudi today. Let me turn this shit up. But I will say, you the nigga, be, nigga. please. But the nigga do got bangers though. You know, make him say, make mm-hmm. her say, whatever. Um, you know what I'm saying? The day original and day and night. Persever I got respect for those commercial records. Wait a minute, you don't fuck with the MGMT version of fucking day and night? Nigga, nigga, we are questioning a lot of shit now. <laughs> like, shit like I said, I'm not really a Kid Cudi fan, but. I was door dashing the other night because I wanted some extra coins and I didn't have shit to do and I didn't want to sit on my ass. So I played that motherfucking album and I realized, hmm, this album is different. And at first I was having weird thoughts like, uh, Travis would do this better. Mm-hmm. But then I was like, you know what? I know I have that feeling in my spirit. I only listened to the album one time. I said, this shit's really going to grow on me. Because yeah. it's a kind of album where you have to be in a certain mood, a thoughtful mood. Mm-hmm. You have to be in a thoughtful mood and in a certain place where you can really absorb that energy and appreciate it. Yeah. I think this album is really fucking fire. And I think that people are going to notice that more and more as time I'm surprised by. you said that. I'm oh, very shocked it. he's saying that. Right yeah. Yeah. That's, we're, we're funny, being forced, though. That's him. Yeah, I we're love being force-fed a lot of music really quickly. So when mm-hmm. we get hit with something like this it's that might... Something that sticks out too. Alexa, shut the fuck up. Oh wow, Alexa, hi. You know, <laughs> oh, the bitch the wrong name too. Uh-huh. Just like a nigga. You know, she does control the house. You know, my he's about to hit some. Show her some appreciation. I oh, think that Cuddy's album is definitely going to be appreciated over time. Mm-hmm. I do have a problem with Taylor Swift dropping her album on the same day. That made me so I mad. I was problem. so upset <laughs> because it was shit. so last minute, yeah, bro. Bro, but now nah, that thing you sent me, I know we're about to get into that right now. We were talking about Taylor Swift. That don't even have nothing to do with it. It does. It's dropped at the same day. But what does that have to do? He's not going to have number one album. 
And that's what he's And that's Kanye's so right hand man, he is, too. He is no, that's Kanye's man, though. So if you enough. look at the time span of, like, things, like, that no music was dropping. Right. Last week. At all. Last Friday, there was he no music, clear music lane. no new music dropping. He had a clear lane. And all of a sudden, the number one... I, to agree with you, the number one spot got taken because I, I can't... Sit here and be like, "Yo, Cuddy's gonna overtake Taylor Swift." Nope. Yeah. That's a fucking okay. lie to myself. Yeah, that's, that's because a, that's every white bitch at Starbucks buying pumpkin spice. He's actually right now up there now. I just keep switching. But this is the thing. So, so right now, Kid Cuddy has a really good chance. He's projected to sell over 175k first, and I believe, which is huge yeah, for yeah. for Cuddy, for somebody yeah, that's, that's been, you know, doubted for so long, and people don't res- say they don't respect whatever, but people forget. About Cuddy fans, and and to your point, Chad, what I sent you earlier, there's one, uh, there's one Taylor Swift fan was so adamant that Kid Cuddy is some shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, um, let me see if I can actually find. Yeah, pull that up. Let me see if I can. <laughs> <laughs> you about to burn that ass up? Chad said, "I can't wait. Pull it up." That <laughs> that texted to you? I, no, I sent you. No, you Who's sent it on IG. Kid Cuddy or Big Sean? Who's what? Cuddy. 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 Big Sean's got bars. I'm not gonna sit here and lie. Wait, what was the question? I like Big Sean better. <laughs> What was it a question? Big Sean or Kid Cudi? Who's Big Sean or Kid Cudi? I'd rather. I mean, they're Sean two different, though. completely yeah, different artists, though. Because I put Big Sean with the category of the other rappers, but like Kendrick like your and statement, Drake though, and them. Cudi's not a rapper, rapper. Everybody knows that. Like he doesn't. That's not what he's known for. To your statement, though, that like Travis is better than Cudi, I would have to say no. Nah. That's like sitting uh, here and saying that like. Nah, bro. A lot of people. That's like saying John Mayer is better than BB King. Like, Travis too. I think Travis is great. I, I think, think Travis, Travis is great, but I think, I think, I think he's on the right team. I don't think that. Yeah, Tra- he's great. Mm-hmm. I think he's great, but he's only diamond he because of his diamond. team. Look who he. He went diamond for single mode. My nigga. Yeah, Have y'all listen to his albums? Like, come on. Yes, uh, obviously, but can yeah, I sit here good. and say that Travis's albums are not inspired heavily by Kid Cudi? Oh, no. That's, that's why yes, that's no. the album together. Nah, that's why you would not it. have Travis Scott the way that Travis Scott is. And I will and, say that. Without the influence of and Kid Cudi. I don't even care about Kanye's influence in this matter. I would say that Travis is but way more heavier. No, I would say that Travis is way more heavier influenced by, by Cuddy. Kid Cudi. Somebody said, somebody said Travis adopted Cudi sound and made it more happy. Absolutely. I, I would say make it more that. trap, too. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, more yeah, trap. Because when he first came out, I never, yeah, my friend was like, he sounded like the trap Kid Cudi. That's that's yeah. the first thoughts I had. And, and, you know, when I was listening to this album, this is the first time Cudi actually started using ad-libs. And that's why when I heard those ad-libs, yeah. I yeah. automatically was thinking like, Oh, yeah, and I was, I was like, like, "Yo, this is Travis." Oh, but at the same time, like Travis is Cuddy, and Travis was probably like, "Yo, Cuddy, do do." Cuddy, no, I think Cuddy cut up the speed. Absolutely, yeah, yeah and he I caught up the speed, right? And I think it, it blended perfectly with his sound because he he helped that sound. But going back to what we were saying with with the whole, oh, no, that was a Travis Scott, yeah, right there. Though I'm just, yeah, saying, I mean, nigga, that those who just said that Cuddy didn't give Travis the yeah, and then he. I just feel like some Dragon Ball Z shit when Gohan and. Vegeta fusion up. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's some shit like that. They definitely fused. I said some Dragon Ball Z shit when they, they fused, fused together. Like shit. They yeah, fused for the hour. <laughs> they fused for the hour. It's cool. So this person said that they were trying to prove a point to their homophobic family member who thinks Kid Cudi is more influential than Taylor Swift. So she said the retweet for... Home? 
I don't know. What does that got to do with Eddie Murphy? Right, exactly. She she shot herself. She said homophobia or homosexuality. Homophobic. That's even weirder because she said retweet for Taylor Swift, like for Kid Cudi. She got eight hundred and twenty-two retweets and one hundred and four thousand likes for Kid Cudi. So then she got mad. She was like, okay. I want to disprove a point. At this point, I'm convinced a homophobic Cuddy fan bought fake likes for my tweet. So let's make it fair and do a poll. So a hundred and two, a hundred and two thousand people voted on this poll. Taylor Swift or Kid Cuddy? Ninety percent went with Kid Cuddy. Ten percent went with Taylor Swift. I mean, duh. And she was just like, "I'm actually going to cry. I had no idea Kid Cuddy had this many fans. They're as crazy as the Kanye West fans." I'm like, bitch, you're just uneducated. We <laughs> like the culture. Like, right. what don't you get? Right. Like, what are you not getting? I honestly, yo, I don't know who's listening to Taylor Swift music. I just, I just don't. I just got in that world. <laughs> I don't the majority the of the world. It could be some people. Yeah, some people. It could be bots. A lot of people. It's a lot of white people. A lot of people. Wait, 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 wait. Taylor Swift got some bangers. Do got some oh no, you said that. I she got a record with Kendrick Lamar. I I never that. That. No, I'm just saying. <laughs> but like, she's not better than Katy Perry, though. I have never, not one day in my life, said, "Oh, I'm gonna turn on a Taylor Swift song." Taylor Swift only became Taylor Swift off the strength of Kanye. Ooh. Oh. Hey. Like this Kanye man, oh yeah. I don't know who she, we would have never known. Who I mean, she the nigga then make a whole song talking about something I made. You think that's what I? That's why. Did she do something else to Kanye? Like, kind of like? Yeah. She did something else to Kanye. I forgot what it was. I forget what it was too. I keep the sequel for you. Did she drop she another did. album around a Kanye release? Yeah, I think so. Taylor Swift is really petty. What I just peeped that shit. What she do? Because I believe. I'll be right back. I believe that she dropped a record. She's trying to get back at Kanye. She dropped a, a record near Kanye's release. And then recently, she just dropped it over Cuddy. I don't know. I don't know if she's Was playing. she, like, speaking about Kanye on this record? Or? Oh, I, I didn't listen to the record. But I know of course that, not. I, I, I didn't listen to the record. But I know Taylor and Kanye are not okay right now. That's what I do know. He probably fucked Taylor. I mean... Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jay Z does the same my thing with Nas to this day. You know this. Every time Nas drops, Jay Z does. Who? That little naked white girl. Wasn't that Taylor? In that, in that cover. I don't know. <laughs> I'm, so enough about Taylor Swift. I'm just upset that she did drop around Kid Cudi's release date. Kanye West tap. <laughs> but if I wasn't him, Mr. America, I don't know. I don't know. I'll be like Chad. You go ahead and do the honors, King. Nah, I'm straight on that. Yo, about Taylor? They wouldn't hit Taylor. Oh, he the only one fucking Taylor she came in here today. Everybody fucking Taylor. Nah, Everybody, you're fucking Taylor. Y'all niggas the line. You wildest shit. Bro, bro. Niggas don't have tights. Fuck that shit. If there was no body in this room and it was you and Taylor and that camera was pointed 90 degrees to the motherfucker. And Taylor said, give me some. And Taylor, and Taylor had a dress with no drawers on and she lift that motherfucker up and went like this. You gonna be like, Nigga, fuck it, why not? I'm gonna talk here. about that shit. You gonna lie straight to my face. Please put your casserole or raisins away. No. Food. You got me fucked up. Wait a minute. Rhonda, I know. 
Cause I like when, Rhonda's food. When you when you making some Cajun pasta, Rhonda, it, I need it's some. not Taylor Swift. That's what it's not, nigga. Hey, young. <laughs> I'm well, just saying, be honest, man. No, I'm not. I'm I'm being very honest. We're spending too much time with Taylor, but yeah. the bottom line is, all y'all will fuck her, and that's just that. Keep that's a lie. <laughs> that's a huge I, lie. I refuse. You have a choice. I refuse Definitely. to let her just put. Nigga, I hit Katy Perry. I'm a king. I don't that. Connect Cuddy on a personal level since day one, so of course I was gonna love it. No, we, that just means you're a great fan, my nigga. Right, we want to hear your perspective. Honestly, I will say this though. You're a fan. Like, so, talk. what song didn't you like? Honestly, oh, the first oh, listen. Oh, what's the least whoa. Song? I love all the Cuddy shit. The first listen, when I first listened, I agree with Monty. I didn't like it as much. I was like, I feel like he could have done better. But yeah. when I listened to the second, we can. it just kept getting better the more I kept listening to it and right. I kept. Picking up on stuff. Yeah. But the least favorite song, I had to pull up the track list. You got the track list? Cuddy's been an A1 one day one for me, man. I can't um, sit here and say there's a track that I don't like. Yeah, it's kind of hard to say that. Yeah, I mean, there's, there's a lot of records on here, Chad. I'll tell you my favorites Heaven on Earth, mm-hmm. The yeah, Void, The Void, The Void is my shit. The Ending. You know that meme that we always see with the uh, Kermit the Frog uh, tucking the. <laughs> Nigga in bed. Yeah. That's how I felt on that song. Solo uh, Dolo 3 when the hums came on, niggas. Solo oh, yeah. Dolo 3. I mean, right. before the hums, right. I was with it. And let's just let's just talk about the dive real quick. Did you the guys, dive is really good, Did too. you guys feel like you was in a concert when you guys heard this? Yes. I, I can hear that in a concert. Bro, I, oh am, God, I, thought I, I don't back remember in, the track name. Can yet. you play it? Yeah, I thought that I was back at Rolling Loud again. Yeah, yeah. Like, Take he me made, to Rolling Loud. He Take made me. this song directly for concerts. Um, you know what else I liked about this album? I like how it started off like it introduced like kind oh, of new Cuddy. It was such a kid Cuddy Man on the Moon one. Yeah. No, but in the beginning it felt like he was introducing something new. Like he wasn't yes. used to doing songs with pop smoke and stuff like that. And then he went on. I think it was like a throw. Oh, my bad. I thought you were talking about the intro because I was like, yo, it's a throwback, but it also keeps you current. Yeah. Is it just me or is like? Could Cuddy aging pretty well. Yeah, he's yeah, aged greatly, but niggas don't acknowledge his longevity. Because the sound is still alive today. Exactly. It's still They pioneered the sound. To me. I gotta hear this again. Yo! This is crazy. Close your eyes. 
Right. Cutty is an entire vibe. It's like yeah. it, it takes the um, the problems that we have, and it doesn't highlight them in the way of. You know how uh, people argue about, like, you know, old school rappers versus new school rappers? It's versus uh, selling drugs versus doing drugs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It Cut is in that very weird middle of, like, yeah. bro, like, I'll do it, but I'm only doing it to, like, <laughs> here. Yeah. And, bro, like, once I get here, like, this is what I'm experiencing because this is what I'm going through. And I love it because yeah. it, it brought forth so much other sounds. He's a middle we, child. You know we would mean? not have a lot of artists that we have right now as far as how their sound is. I won't say that they won't be here. Like who? Right. Future, Trippy Red. What, his sound? As far as Cuddy's? Yeah. My main example is definitely Trav. You got Let's Trav, go you got Uzi, you got Future. I would definitely say Uzi as well. Uh, I don't know about Future so much because Future doesn't delve into like... Trippy Red, Quavo. Um... Trust me, I'm gonna play this future. I think record future right. gets into it a little bit, but again, like that hollow, Especially very ghostly future. sound. Mm-hmm. But back on the reverbs, that like it, it just goes kind of crazy and it sends you into this little mood. Right. Like that's kind of sound. And yes, he has his melodies. I don't want to give him too much because I think that Drake kind of overtake on the melody side of the industry. Mm-hmm. But I do give Cuddy where like. His melodies are very um, supportive. Mm-hmm. I think that's a word that I, I should use. Supportive mm-hmm. of what's going on. And it creates this very spacey, you feel like you're in the middle of Mars. Yeah. Kind of space. His music and, takes you from somewhere else. Yeah, and that's, when that's, you have those spacey vibes, those things that people, that artists do, I shouldn't say people, but artists do, that I think that's all Cuddy influence, in my opinion. When you have those heavy reverbs that is just like, whoa, what space am I in? But the beat is still uh, 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 in your face. Man, that's Cuddy all the fucking way, yeah, dog. Definitely. You can't convince me of otherwise. I respect it. You took a backseat, nigga. <clears throat> I just love artists that's just so authentic Man, to themselves. Because, like, Cuddy now, like he was just saying, he aged very well because he was just him. Right. A lot of artists can't do that. Oh, right. 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 Something's going on. Sorry. A lot of artists have to like switch up and try to keep up with the current times, and then they end up looking stupid. Cuddy don't have to do that. He could just literally be himself. Add a little like influence to. The... You said what? I feel like every artist should do that. What? Yeah. But when they do, we talk bad about them, and then we don't listen to their stuff. Logic. Man. Beyonce mm-hmm. is one of them. All right, we got to move on next artist. <clears throat> oh yeah, I'm, yeah, I want to talk about him. Yeah, too. W- one more, then we got to get up out of here. For real, Jack Ooh. Harlow. Uh, let me go first. I didn't listen to his album. Sorry. I didn't either, and I'm so. Mad. Y'all, y'all I don't want to talk first. about his album, but I didn't listen to it. Go ahead, Jack. I want. I, well, I, I got a question actually about Brand this guy. Brand new whip, just hop in. Yeah, I got a question about this Brand guy. Brand new whip, just hop in. Oh. Is there a problem? He's white. I got options, <laughs> nigga. Don't die. No, I'm not gonna get that. But where the hell he come from? Who? Okay, he's an industry. He, he talks about he, but he talks I'm about this too in this album. Okay. He he says he's come from an organic place. Like he said that everybody said I just got on, I just popped, but I was doing shows, but there was only eight people for years, mm-hmm. and people are now just seeing me. So. Listening to this album, he is very clear in his story. I was actually very impressed by the album because it's actually 
he's he's doing a, a a really good job doing storytelling. He reminds me a lot of the artists that we grew up on. I didn't like he, get that from him. Did I you, feel like you I didn't. This whole I, feel, album? I feel like I didn't get to know who he was. I felt like I this was like a, the opposite. I felt like when he just said industry plan, I just felt like it was just pop cornish to me. Like that's crazy. They just. He's just really good. Like he's a Drake 2.0 to me. He he's he's definitely dope. He can rap. He can float on beats. But I think he's really good at actually telling his story. I feel like he does come from an authentic place. I don't was think only he's trying to be anybody else. And I was the main person that was saying, "Where the fuck did what's popping come yeah, from?" Yeah, he did say that. You know what I mean? And but when I listened to the rest of this project, but the vibe of that song was authentic. Authentic to, right. to me. I was like, who is this guy? I wanted to know more. Sometimes right. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, right. But I wanted to know more. And that's why I, I thought I was going to get that on album. But I think it's really maybe hard. I got to listen to it again. Yeah. But I didn't get you, that. You should really listen to it again. Yeah. I, I, there was only like yeah. one or two songs I was like, all right, now I'm starting to get a little bit to know what he was talking about. Uh, like, about I think himself, that but. we think about these things because like me, you, and Chad are all Kid Cudi fans. Mm-hmm. And so we've we've witnessed the growth and we've watched the albums mm-hmm. but for the person that has never listened to Kid Cudi I don't think this is the introductory album mm-hmm. um, I think that like you at the very least could start at Man on the Moon 2 oh, we're on Jack Harlow now oh we're on yeah, Jack Harlow yeah, we're talking about Jack Harlow uh, did you listen to it? his album? yeah, yeah, yeah I dope. did um, <laughs> what's popping is it for me you- man I, I don't know if it's uh, was it the original for you or the remix that it was. I like grow up, nigga. I like Tyler. Right? What was it, Tyler Hero? I'm sorry, that shit was funny. I had to. No, it was. He got a couple. I'm sorry, y'all. Tyler Hero. Uh, it's, That's the it's, only it's one I right. like. That and what's popping? What's popping is it for me? Definitely, I can't lie. Ooh. And he's just. He trying, might end up being a rat. I just feel like he's trying to be like Drake. That's who the biggest person... He, he might end up being a Russ. He's a lot like Russ. And, he and, might be able to do great singles, but he can't really give you an album. His album is good, y'all. I'm sorry. I, I have... I have to. His album is good, but is it great? Is where I go. Maybe he's trying... Because he's rocking so late in the year, maybe he's preparing for the next for next year. I think it's good. I don't think it's great. I got a little bit. Little oh, baby, Chris Brown, Adam Levine. Little baby floated on this track. <laughs> yeah, he did. He floated on this right here. Little baby made this track. He has his demographic. It might not appeal to him. I feel like there's not enough soul in that last song. Thank you. That's that's where I was going to get to. That's exactly where I want to go to. This is more of a social record. Yeah, that's you know, yeah. It's more of a soulful beat, but that doesn't mean it's soulful. Yeah, y'all get it. Y'all have to understand that money it. is not in the soul. Soul is black. You want to make money, you got to appeal to the white. Wait, no, 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 This is where I come in and I say, we as black people are the fucking color, soul, and spice of America. Absolutely. And that's why we've been dominating music charts I for years. I do not subject to this at all. 
that's why we've been dominating music charts for years on top of years since fucking Motown. Soul sells in the music industry. Soul sold so much that before they discovered to accept us, they tried to gentrify our records that were original pieces and make it more lucrative for the white population in the music industry. <laughs> but look so how we're not. So he what was. we're and not. And that's Jack. Yeah, yeah. And that's Jack. That's what but I'm But they saying. stole our fucking flavor. We already know that. That's going to be the facts, regardless of the situation. When you say that. It's missing soul. I'm not saying he's, it's not missing soul. It's I'm not saying he's stealing our. I'm not saying he's stealing our flavor. He doesn't have a, any soul at Are all. Are you saying that? I'm saying I would like to hear a little bit more because there's a little bit of genericness. I don't. Yeah, I don't feel it. What I'm saying is, it sounds slightly generic exactly. and composed. No, I like, agree 100 percent with you guys. But what I'm so saying I'm is, saying the like, intent behind he's going to make his money though. He's going to make that's his money. That's what I'm saying. You yeah, win it. You win. You win the argument. Hands down. You 100 percent right. First album. But what I'm saying to make is, the next what I'm level saying is so this though getting to the next what's level getting to the next hold on y'all getting to the next level of artistry though he has to discover and implement more soul I mean, I more color more myself. that spice of authenticity don't you don't think that's why he did what's, what's popping is enough I think that he wanted to let you know, give you an introduction to I say some more soulful records. When he did that remix, but it was fire. When but he did that remix, that was but like that wasn't that was, him. Those right, were just right, collaborators, right? But it's also still on his album because he got both songs I don't on think there. He's a straight up white boy. Yeah, I think he is. Nigga got more soul than Logic, so I can't really argue. He definitely um, got swag to him. I get that. And right, actually, my my little brother put me on to Mike Miller. R.P. a real nigga. Mm. Yeah, Mike Miller. That's, so, nah, that's, that's a white dude that got soul. I think you can that feel his soul is not something that comes with the production of a beat. And so when y'all go, oh yeah, well that's got soul. I'm just like, okay, well, does that really have soul? Does the beat have soul? Exactly. I look at niggas like old school, right? Because mm -hmm. I'm an old school Motown ass head. Like that's where mm -hmm. I fucking, that's where my roots stem from. Niggas like Bobby Caldwell. Mm -hmm. That's a white boy. Oh. And he'll Ooh. fuck your ass up. Ooh, <laughs> speak on it. He'll fuck your speak ass up. Speak on it. He will fuck your I ass up. I love that nigga, bro. And so, like, that's a white boy that it doesn't matter what beat you give him. Like, right. he doesn't give a fuck. That's he'll a good do, point. He'll do the goddamn thing. So now I got to see him and be like, mm, is that, that beat giving that nigga soul? Or is he a goat. beast on his a own? Goat. And so for Russ, I'm like, yeah, he can vibe on a beat real well, but does he got the soul that like Bobby Caldwell or like other people in his kind of demographic go? I can't say that shit quite and yet. Slim, that's how I judge my music. When I have these music conversations and we're talking about music, people always want to see, like, he could do this song, he topped the charts. First of all, I'm like, yo, let's yo, not I, even know, but there's a, there, there's a feeling that you get from exactly. music that you can't fucking imitate. And you can't even make it You have to either thing. do it or you not do it. And it's a, it's a very, uh, I'm looking for the goddamn word and it's fucking escaping me. But it, it, it's a Nigga. very particular motherfucking thing that, like, you have to have it, and it's not exactly. just a black or a white thing. Exactly, it's, like, it's not. Do I actually all. feel that? Nigga, shit? Harry Styles. If you got look soul. at all of our greats, which at the end of the day, right, we have a select music that we all Amy listen Winehouse to, no matter what. Yeah. But at the end of the day, what makes them great is that not only do we believe their story, not only do we know that their story is true. But everything about Christina their music, Aguilera, you feel Fergie. that in every ounce of it. Like Christina Aguilera. You can throw that shit in there. You can throw Halsey in there. You can throw a lot of people that are not black or colored in this shit. And it's just a very much, yo, like, how do I feel? How does your music interpret in here? 
So let me ask you this, like, you don't feel as though sometimes on the business side of things that like, you have to find that balance. It works out. It works not out. every time. I don't. Not every time. But if we're I'm talking about dry. me as I'm a person, like, I have my own individual opinion and my own taste in music. So I feel like music will always be subjective to whoever's listening to it because it has to connect with that individual Depends audience. Depends on perspective, though. Because for me, I can, I can, if I don't like something, I still can see why one would like it. Of or, course. You know what I'm of saying? Of course. But can now we you're pause? Just, now you're just tourists, but now you're just talking about the marketing aspect and how the numbers did and universal appeal. What I'm saying is, each of us as individuals. That's why I'm going back to we, the balance. Here's, here's the thing. Here's How the thing can I'm, I make um, my money and make y'all feel my music at the cool. same time? And which one thing. is more important? Let me explain to you. Here's how. Here's how you sell records. Your records have to touch every human being or majority of human beings on some sort of. In emotional, your demographic, say that. Some sort of emotional level. Your music has to make me either want to dance, fuck. Or think if your music don't make me want to do one of those three things you will not fucking sell and it doesn't matter if you make white people think or black people think it doesn't matter if you make white people dance or black people dance it doesn't make you doesn't matter if you make arabic people fuck or uk niggas fuck if your music can reach a demographic and make them want to do one of those three things you're guaranteed to sell records but what i'm saying as far as jack harlow is concerned he got flavor the nigga can rap he sounds great. Yeah, he He's in key. He got flow. He got rhythm. Definitely. All I'm saying is, me from a personal perspective, I like to hear just a little bit more soul and flavor because yeah, I, I know it. he got it. I know he yeah. got that shit in his spirit. Damn. When I hear his fucking voice, I agree with you. When I hear his fucking voice, I know I'm like, this nigga got soul. Now bring <laughs> that mother. If bring I it out. if I produce this nigga, bro, I assure you, I bring it out. I so that's what I was you. going back to. Do you think that he was just trying to find that balance for the first album? No, he just has going- to grow. He just needs to grow. Popping is what got him popping. Yeah. 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 So he's got to bring. He's out- appealing to that. Yeah. But yeah. that was atten- intentional. You of didn't course. Just drop was popping for no. Ain't nobody reason. stupid out here. I see him pulling a J uh, a JT. At the end of it, I, I see him pulling with Justin, Justin Timberlake. Tim- oh, yeah. I, I see him. I was thinking about nipples and shit. Yeah. No, I'm a fan of JT. I mean, would say this: there was one track where I did. I was like, okay, I felt that where he was like, I'm trying to relate to the brown kids, but I'm yeah. white, so I'm gonna relate to. So I felt that. I was like, okay, I, I'm cool. I mean, the whole was popping joint, like that joint is with Jack Carlos album. I just. If you guys care enough, I would just go back and listen to it one more time. Yeah, I didn't listen, listen to it, so it's really First things first, we got to thank Fire Ain't Free for coming yeah, to Top Hill. Thank y'all. We really appreciate you guys. Obviously, we could sit here and talk for hours. For hours. And, for and really. you know, we barely scratched the surface, so we definitely got to do this again. Definitely. Um, Matter of fact, you know we're going to have an end of the year special. So oh, yeah, no, it. and we're definitely going to have a special for you guys as well. Quality yeah. Check Live, Season 3, 2021, Grand Pies thousand dollars hey oh. slim when does uh fire and free fire and free is every sunday at seven o'clock every goddamn eastern time. time eastern time uh we're international with it these niggas in ghana like but yeah fire and free eastern time <laughs> shout out to william bowser he couldn't be here but you yes. know he's yes spirit. absolutely shout out to william bowser also shout out to my team my sponsor presonus I thank you guys so much. Y'all gave me Studio One. Y'all gave me a whole bunch, and none of this shit would have been fucking possible without you guys. So I have to shout you guys out. I have to shout out my man's Will Bowser as well, as it's already been said. I got to shout out my man's right here. 
Antonio Wayside, he holds me down and keeps me in fucking check because I be saying wild shit. <laughs> I got to shout out my fucking studio, not my studio, but my social media manager because yeah. I also be saying wild shit. Austin Tolls, my nigga, shout thank you Austin. for holding me down. Thank you for all the pre-production shit. The legendary Austin Thank you for you guys, man. It, it's been a pleasure. And where can really. they find you? They can find me on Instagram, they can find me on Twitter, they can find me on Facebook, whatever is all Slim Chance, the E is a three, or find me anywhere with Slim the Engineer, and you got me no matter what, whether you look at me on Discogs or whatever. But, Antonio Wayside? Google me. My name's Antonio Wayside. Google me. <laughs> Top Hill Podcast, um, take one, action one. <laughs> top, 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 top. I'm your boy E Money Boss. I'm Chad Visionaire. And I'm your girl Jamila with her own boss. And, and we, we are Top Hill Pod. And we bring you guys the top news in the culture. Top new albums and singles of the week. And top businesses. If you guys are interested in promoting your business on our show, just hit us up in the DM. Or you can go ahead and email us at tophillpot at gmail.com. All right, so check us out on any streaming platform, whether it's Apple, Spotify, or Google. You can also check us out at YouTube. Don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe. Or you can tune in live on IG or Facebook to join the conversation. And this is Top Hill. <laughs> we out. <laughs> Peace. Peace.